Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. So now it's time to turn it up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. We all up in your area like landscape. Definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes. It's the mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in. And recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis. When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him. He touched his hip but he really couldn't have devoured him. And from that point then we hear a name change. Rearrange the game so now we gotta change. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up. You are now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam Show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. Episode 311, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. I am Chris Featherstone. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I have a legend in the business. He's been uh, competing for uh, so many years now. He's uh, one of the most recognizable names uh, in the history of professional wrestling with decades of experience, WWE, WCW. Uh, he, he calls himself the games master, the tax master, uh, whatever you want to fit in there. But the point is he is devious. He plays so much of a devious character, devious dark character within his days of professional wrestling, whether inside the ring or out. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I have Kevin Sullivan. How are you tonight, sir? Right. That's an introduction. And hey, I'm three eleven. That's got to be a magic number, three eleven. I, I think I'll go play that. There you go. Be on, Chris. Thank you so much. 
Awesome, man. Awesome. Awesome. So you've been in in the wrestling business for so long. Um, You know, what's, you know, it's easy to say, hey, what made you come or what made you want to become a professional wrestler? I'm sure you've you've been asked that question so many times. But here's a question I really want to ask you. What is making you want to stay in the professional wrestling business? You have so much experience. You've been in the business for decades. Uh, you've trained so many people. You've mentored so many people. You have so many championships. I mean, you're celebrating, you know, uh, over um, nearly 40 years over, in the 40, business. Over 40, over, over 40 years. Over 40 years? I thought it was, what, 1970? Yeah, so yeah. close close to 50 years in the business. 50, yeah. Ooh, wow. <laughs> that is I, uh, amazing. I have, I have my first match at 17. But, I mean, why do I want to be in it? Uh, I've, I got out of it for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. I had a, I lived in the Keys, and I had a, I built the biggest gym in the Keys. I, I bought a piece of property, knocked the building down. And I built the biggest gym of the keys, but that may sound uh, overboard because there's no chain stores in the keys. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, there was no Gold's gyms, there was no uh, 24-hour fitness. So I was and there because the property value was so high, mm-hmm. nobody could afford to build a big gym. I had an 8,000 square foot gym. Most of the gyms, rest of further on down the keys were like. 1,500 feet. So I got out of the business and I also got into the lobster business with a friend of mine. And then, you know, there's Joe Cadebo, who's the brains behind TCW Algebra. I knew Joey when he first started. Mm -hmm. And uh, he would come up to me and sit beside me and he was a sponge. And this guy has been all over the world. Japan, Australia, Europe, he's made money. But he never had, he's made the most of his uh, uh, ability with a guy that never got the big TV exposure. Mm -hmm. But he's one of the smartest guys that I've ever been around. Now, I started talking in the business. And I tried to run him off. Mm-hmm. He was a manager for when I was booking in Florida. He came to Florida unannounced. He had this big, giant bodybuilder with him. And he wanted to be a manager. And I said, okay, let's do this. And his guy was a big muscle head called Keemstone. Mm-hmm. And then we got him into a program with uh, Scott Hall. And I told Scott, we'll have a spot where Paulie jumps up in the apron I said, just go over and drill him. Knock mm-hmm. this kid. Is, kick, it, you know, knock him down. Mm-hmm. And uh, Scott said, okay. And we did it about four or five times, but he kept on getting up and coming back. So I said, oh. It was a little bit harder to get in the business then. And Paul E., you know, uh, kind of sat under me and listened to something. And if you look at what Paul E. did with ECW, he just Florida wrestling brought us to Philadelphia and gave it a little bit more juice, a little yeah. bit more outlandish things. And everybody talks about 
50 in blood and guts. But everybody forgets that company actually was built on wrestling with Taz and Shane Douglas. Yep. You know what I mean? And, I mean, the matches, I mean, he had, and he got the most out of talent that wasn't really great talent. Or maybe that is no right word, but they weren't the guys that had drawn money before. And he drew money with 911, and all the guy knew was a choke slip. Yeah. Paul was. That's right. <laughs> he, he was, and he was around Dusty in different places. And Paul was a sponge. And I thought, well, that's the last guy I'll see like this. Now, Joe has put together a company that in two years he went from running maybe 100 people to completely selling out. Mm-hmm. And he's got. Terry Funk to come work for him. He's got Stan Hansen. Uh, he had the great Muda the last show. He's uh, has Kenta. He has Rob Van Dam. I mean, uh, Six Talk shows up to the show sometimes. I mean, we're starting to get uh, people in the Hollywood genre to drop by and the rock and roll genre to drop by. And he's created this thing on his own. And to me, it's amazing that he went from, and he does it 90% on his own. And this thing is like every month I go down there, I say, well, it's going to start to have to fight like a loop. But no, he's got the people, and he's, because he's done things that I've never heard about. Mm -hmm. He's got season tickets I could go to the ball game. Think about that. I have to be, his fans have to be so secure in his product mm-hmm. that they're going to buy 10 shows without knowing what's on them. That to me is amazing. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got 400 of the seats. So, I mean, and those those. Seats aren't cheap. They're a hundred, and the other ones are ninety. I mean, so you got to feel secure that you're not going to get ripped off, and that mm-hmm. you're going to see great talent. Yeah. And he's put together some great matches, and for me to see that, it's like wow. I'd like to be part of this, and you know, most of the guys my generation, and maybe even after, you know, they complain about the wrestling today. Well, I I chuckled because when I started. The older guys were complaining about our wrestling. Huh. Everything evolves, and if you don't evolve with it, you're a dinosaur, and you die. And I mean, I think the talent today, most of it, first of all, they're much more athletic than the guys mm-hmm. ever before, and they're hungry and want to do well, and they. It, 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 I feel good when I go down there and I can look at somebody and uh, I'll just say, hey, try this, and they, they'll be willing to try it. And then when it works, it's like, oh, for me too, it's, hey, that worked. And for them, it's, hey, that worked. I think it would. So it, it, it's like passing knowledge on. And, hey, I'm, I'm, I've retired, like, really for 10 years, and I got back into it a little. I, I mean, it's in my blood. It's like, you know, you've heard. Terry Font and all of us say it's like, you know, you're addicted to it. I mean, you can't get away from it. 
<laughs> and I don't think anybody can get I mean, Terry's 73 and still wrestling. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing because I still, still am addicted to it and I see a bright future for Joe Kabibo and PCW Ultra. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. You were speaking about uh, just the the, the uh, evolution of, of professional wrestling and just within your generation. Uh, I started watching wrestling in the 80s, uh, and I've, you know, within the past 30 years, I've seen, uh, I've seen tapes of, you know, plenty of tapes of wrestling within the 70s and 60s as well. So I've I've been around a couple of generations and I've seen the, the evolution right. of of professional wrestling. Uh, with, with with traditional fans like me who still like the storyline build and just the, the 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 narrative and the development within professional wrestling, what are your thoughts as far as just uh, a lot of times the product becomes a little too wrestling heavy? Uh, and, and, you know, it takes away from just the character aspect. What are your overall thoughts on just that uh, that facet, that portion of how wrestling has become nowadays? Well, I, I think you'll agree with me. I, I laugh at guys in my myself when they go and going to do this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and they, they're going for a match in there. If they ain't been a match and they're talking for a half hour, <laughs> so eventually I'll come off the bus to Bubble and I'll say, you know, all the rock has to do is lift his eyebrow. That's right. And the building explodes. Yeah. And that's because of what you said, characters. Now, that is the only thing that's lacking. You hit it on the head. I think it's because now there's a place for writers and wrestling. But I don't think you can write for a guy until you know who he is. Uh, like the Dusty Rhodes interview, that was Dusty. I mean, there was some guy, Bruiser Brody, he interviewed. That was Bruiser. I mean, so Terry Funk was Terry Funk. Uh-huh. I think that's the only thing lacking is, and you hit it on the head, it's the character development. We, you know, I mean, if you watch the matches and the guy starting to do everything the same, that's why I'm so uh, fascinated when I go down to PCW Ultra is that everybody watches everybody's match before them and they don't try to copy it. So I think what you said was if we could get this wrestling that's such great athletes today and put some characters in there and on the right people because I don't think everybody has to be a character because not everybody's ever going to get on top but the right guys and you know I'll give you an example up until uh, AJ and Kevin Owens and uh, Wyatt and they, they, they think they hit a plateau because of their WWE booking I mean, they really haven't made the stars of Cena, have they? Mm. I mean, one guy that's going to draw a lot of money. I mean, if the one guy they uh, got now is Heyman and Brock. Heyman is the character and Brock is the muscle, and it works. And that goes back to the first time a manager probably was in wrestling. you got to... I mean, it doesn't mean it's Brock. It could be the, the Mongolian Stomper or whoever, you know, Sid Vicious or whoever, but 
You've got a mouthpiece, Paul E. I don't think a writer could write for Paul E. And tell him what to do and what to say. And that's what the problem, I think, is hey, some of these guys that can talk, talk on their own. Yeah. Is it right on that? Yeah, abs- yeah, absolutely. So I remember when you, you know, even recently when you were involved in the ROH angle with BJ Whitmer, uh, you know, and Steve Carino, um, you know, and right. that was even, you know, th- th- that was even just a, a kind of a blast from the past, you know, uh, so to speak. Right. Just that it was a narrative. It was, you know. Dad and 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 just taking Whitmer over to you know what I mean. It was it was really it was very compelling stories. It was different than I love ROH, but it was kind of different than just what we usually see with ROH, with just really wrestling heavy product. Uh, yeah, I mean, they have some really good storylines, but it just to me when I was looking at that, it took me back to just the element of characters, and that's you know yeah, even with like PCW bringing someone like you, you know, in just to, even if it's for one night, just to allow, you know, uh, this generation's fans just to see how it is to, you know, for a, an older generation wrestler, a, a season, a veteran, you know, to, to bring a, a different element, just to make it all diverse and make it all come full circle. I think it's a great call. Thank you very much, and I, and I agree with you. The thing what we were doing, uh, we were rebooting like uh, the Roseanne show twenty years later, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing. I'm 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 playing Curtis. Steve's playing me, <laughs> and uh, BJ's playing Mark. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and all we had to do is start talking and get in. He was very, very good at it. I mean, when I showed up, I was in the mirror, and it was, was it me or was it him? Was it his conscience? I mean, we all know, okay, and uh, that wrestling is pre-arranged. Right. But it's like going to a movie, willing suspension this week. Mm-hmm. Chris, I'll tell you a funny story about I'm going to say a year ago, I was flipping through the TV, and you probably did the same thing. It's like a 10,000 channels, but I can't find anything. <laughs> and I hit TV Land I hit TV Land channel. And I was going to go buy it, but it was a Superman episode. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the Superman, it was the rest, it was the wrestlers. And the guy from India came over, and he was a shooter, and the wrestlers... I mean, they're showing us, they're in the dressing room talking, and they just had wrestling. They say, we got to do something about this guy because he's going to hurt us, and uh, he, they're going to make him the champion, and no one else can beat him. So they put him in this room, and they cement the room up. Mm. And he can't get out. He's supposed to wrestle for the title. Along comes Superman. He knocks down the wall. The guy goes out and wins the match. The stereotypical uh, promoter's got the sky hanging out of his mouth. It's just I love it, real wrestling, and at the end, it's going up, it says 1953. So it, this thing about the wrestling business being exposed isn't new, mm-hmm. because I still think what you said, if you present it, the people, like when we go to the movies, and, you know, the Churchill thing, that's all now, the uh, finest hour, you know that's Gary Allman. Mm-hmm. But in the... In the uh, viewing of these movies, 
you accept that he's Churchill. And I think that's what you're getting at. Unless yeah. we have some character, how much wrestling can you really watch? Absolutely. Can I, can I tell you a real quick story? Sure. I was in Tam, Tampa Armory, and Eddie Graham, I don't care if it was me, Dusty, Louis Paulette, uh Dory Funk Jr., Oahu McDaniels, whoever was the booker on Tuesday night, I possessed Eddie. Eddie gave every finish. So I had booked on the third match, I had booked Billy Robinson and Tony Charles. Mm-hmm. Two of the great technical wrestlers of all times. So there was a balcony above so you could watch, but wrestlers could watch and not have you be seen. Mm-hmm. And I came out with Eddie and I said, watch this match. And, I mean, they did every technical move those English guys can do. And this is before the Blitz of English wrestling came over. And the match was incredible, incredible. And I said, Eddie, I said, gee, it's an incredible match, isn't it? He said, yeah, too bad I won't draw any money. You know, and does, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, how much, wrestling can, how much wrestling can you watch? You have to see a character. And I think, I think the people that have watched it before, like you have, will, once, somebody's going to break out. And when they do, I think while you all you need is one breakout star, whether it was the NWO or Goldberg or Steve Austin and The Rock. Yep. All you need is one to break out, and then a couple more will follow, and a couple more will follow, and then the business will be flourishing again. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping, like you, that we get to see more characters, and I think we will see more characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, and it's great for platforms like PCW to, you know, open up um, you know, an audience to uh to expose legendary uh talent, to expose uh, you know, new talent, to, you know, I think that's a a great uh opportunity because Back, you know, ten even ten years ago, uh, and the 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 whole concept of independent wrestling uh, was just really a non-factor when it came to you know WWE and you know the juggernaut you know uh, companies like right. WWE and you know even you know sixteen years ago, 15, seventeen years ago, WCW. Uh, so it's 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 great to to see that. My last question to you, Kevin, before. Uh, uh, we uh, uh, depart uh, from each other this evening. Is that uh, so? Speaking of characters, um, you know, you you've been in the business for nearly fifty years, uh, and we and we talked about just you know WWE being a juggernaut, and you were still able to, uh, you know, throughout your time, you know, in the pro wrestling business, you know, just really make a name for yourself to be a legend. Uh, do you think that Kevin Sullivan, as a character, uh, should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. No, because that didn't work in the end. I'm, I mean, I don't think that's ever going to happen, and I don't blame them. And they—they uh, they have their own company and their own stars. And I think, you know, hey, I'm going to be honest with you. Probably my time's passed with them that they would never even think of that. But thank you very much for thinking that way. But uh, yeah, I mean, we 
I'm going to be on the cusp right now. That's why you said about PCW. If they want to watch some stuff on PCW, I'll sure go to their website, pcw.ultra.com. There's some young talent coming along, and these are the kids that are going to end up in the Hall of Fame. Mm. You watch my words. Especially, yeah. there's a kid, Hammerstone. He looks exactly like uh, Triple H did when he was his age. Mm-hmm. And this kid got it. I mean, a light came on in his head, and I'm going to tell you real quickly why I say that. In today's day and age, where everybody's in a gray situation, this, uh, you know, there's not really a baby face or a heel. This kid comes across to me in my head, across between Rick Rude and Paul Onda. Mm-hmm. He looks like Tarzan. So he has a girl, you know, want him, and the guys want to be him. So he's a heel, but he he's a heel goes out does these power moves. And he did this one power move. He grabs the guy to do it again and chanting, do it again one more time, one more time. And he just drops the guy and looks at him and says, no. And I haven't seen that in years. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, I said, wow, there are still guys that are going to get it, and then we're going to have to pay to see them. And it was good to see this. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. And it, like you said, yeah. it's 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 great to have these the, these avenues, these platforms for PCW for people to just uh, just really showcase their talent. It's been a pleasure, Kevin. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, you know, personally, you know, you said that you might you think that you might not be in the Hall of Fame, but uh, it's you know that would be a shame. I think that uh, you definitely should be, and I think that you have carved. Uh, such a legacy uh, for people, for many, many wrestlers uh, to look at and to really understand how uh, how rich uh, a char- a good character can take you in the sport of professional wrestling. So I applaud you for your legendary career, and uh, it, it's a pleasure for people to still see you around. Thank you very much. It's still a pleasure to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Thanks a lot, Kevin. Appreciate you uh, coming on the show tonight. Thank you, man. Uh, absolutely. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners. Three. Our mind. Let's go. The whole squad is making it clear We taking this year You know who we are But you don't know why we here So this is where the big boys play These big boys play Like who defies the living God Get out the big boys way Outsiders with the swoop in We live as kings You see in us But our third man waits in the wings And when the time is right We shock him with the proper attack I go for dolo but ain't solo Cut the promo in black Hollywood Hendrix Prizzle pinning them to the max. And I'm Das Wunderkin with the strength of a hundred men. With one intent to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap out your gas and your rags torture. White coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome. Never lost faith. You in all space. You can all skate. Suffer but never cripple. No bin walls in my cross face. <laughs> From here to Saturday raving. Anticipating. I was frostbitten. Now I am glacier. Mixed with some Vader. Get to hawking.
dealing with these animals Using God for my defense In Alabama, we jamming That's beautiful, Bobby E and me and Priest We the dangerous alliance Nah, the Harlem Heat Tie the do-rag before we do battle You're talking shit You all what you speak This too sweet Till the genre is took back We repping that work pack The foundation shaking No mistaking Yeah, we shook that Trust in God, we trust Pushing forward, never look back Meekness ain't at all weakness Some people mistook that Stamping out this crook rap He turning the power on On the razor's edge Leg drop after a power bomb Tired of the lies, man We bringing the truth through Diligent and fruitful The owners in our group, too It's good to be king Sold out this war is brutal We playing them war games Our army go move, too You too I'm in the Raptors With a bat in my hand And stand to shatter all your plans So they don't matter In the grand scheme It's that easy We tag teaming Donna Brothers, we love it. Demand the win, establish it. This the clash of the champions. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play. And once again, a special thank you to the games master, the tax master, Kevin Sullivan, for joining us on the show tonight. Thank you so much, Kevin. Legend, legend, legend in the business. Really, really nice guy. And thank you so much for joining us uh, on the 311th episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. We are live on Wrestling Inc. right now, live Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. Join us on the uh, Facebook Live live stream right now. Of course, join us on Twitter as well, hashtag PanSlams. Uh, for all those who will catch this on the Wrestling Inc. YouTube page, download the show on iTunes to get the audio uh, interview that happens at the beginning of of this show every single week. Hello, Jamie. I saw people already chiming in on the on the live stream. Uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. We got Fast Lane, ladies and gentlemen. I was there live, so I got some live notes from Fast Lane. Also took a, a video of uh, um, you know some some interesting and uh, unfortunately controversial things that happened uh, at the show. So I'm gonna give you live notes from uh, from there. And we also have um, Raw. We have SmackDown. Hello, Chris. Hello, Jason. Hello, everybody who's chiming in on the Facebook live stream uh, right now. We're going to talk about Kid Rock and Hall of Fame, Jeff Hardy, Scott Hall, uh, Bulldog and Luger. Uh, we got trivia, of course. We got trivia. We got trivia this week from WrestleMania 12 and WrestleMania 13. So uh, go back uh, 20 some odd years, 22 years, 20, uh, 21, 22 years. Go back to WrestleMania 12 and WrestleMania 13. Get your thinking caps on because we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about some WrestleMania 12 and WrestleMania 13 trivia for the 311th episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Just getting on here live. Flavor of the week this week. We're going to talk about title changes. Title changes from WrestleMania 1 to 6. So we're going to talk about your favorite title changes. We're going to say every single title change uh, that happened between WrestleMania 1 and 6. And then we're going to talk about the favorite, your favorite title changes between them. Ladies and gentlemen, after a hiatus uh, for some, uh, Chris says, uh, WrestleMania 12 is your favorite WrestleMania. Okay, pretty cool. WrestleMania 12, yeah, WrestleMania 12 was a pretty cool WrestleMania, absolutely. Uh, Thank you, Jason, says I'm a good host. Um, uh, well, you know, spread the word. This is a 311th episode of the show. Um, of course, uh, it catches live here. 
Uh, you were at WrestleMania 13. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's awesome, man. All right. Without further ado, co-host with the most. Welcome back, Evan Tech Proud. How are you tonight, sir? I'm good, brother. How you doing? It feels good to be back in the land of radio. Yes, absolutely. It's great to have you back. Uh, Southside Chicago Rays. All right. All right. Chicago Rays. I've been in Chicago a bunch of times. Um, <laughs> someone's asking if they can be the special guest. Uh, no. <laughs> thanks for your, thanks for your support, though. Um, uh, here at the Pancakes of Power Slam show, we interview a wrestler every week. We got a really huge interview. This week was a big interview. We had Kevin Sullivan on the show. Uh, next week, ah, big, 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 big interview. Absolutely. Uh, you said, yeah, you're owed. <laughs> Well, if you were if you were at uh, if you were at WrestleMania 12, uh, I guess it depends on how old you are at WrestleMania 12. If you you know that was what 22 years ago, so uh, you know if you were about- 10, 11, 12, you know we'll see. Uh, someone's making a comment saying Bray Wyatt gets humiliated every pay per view. That's a good question uh, to pose right now. Where true. do you think Bray Wyatt is going to be at? Uh, for WrestleMania, looks like we got the uh, the, the compound match, the the ultimate deletion. Yes, uh, next week at uh, on Raw, so we'll talk about uh, where that is leading. Ladies and gentlemen, we got so much on the show tonight. So without further ado, let's get right into it. You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen? It's the headline. <laughs> Got a comment uh, saying, uh, was that Raw? Okay. Or uh, Raw last night. So boring and everyone advertised did not appear. Rousey did not appear. We're going to talk about Ronda Rousey, uh, WWE uh, taking away. Actually, let's jump into that right now, actually. Ronda Rousey, uh, WWE reported her <laughs> and, and promoted her and advertised her uh, to be on every single Raw from here on out. That was their big pitch of saying, hey, you know what? Rousey's full-time, and, you know, she's all about full-time, and we're going to bake on every single Raw from now on until WrestleMania, and it lasted, what, a week or two? Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, it's 22. Okay, so you were 22 at WrestleMania 13, so that makes you 43, if I'm doing my math correctly. 43, that's not too old. That's not not too far. Middle age, still young. He's still young. Yeah, 43. Yeah, that's all right. No, uh, at least you're not like Terry Funk, you know, in your uh, uh, late fifties and sixties in WCW, calling yourself middle aged and crazy. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. Um, Ronda Rousey said not many been at WrestleMania 34. I agree. I agree. Wrestle uh, Ronda Rousey. There's been some some rumblings that she, uh, that the mixed tag may be the main event. I think that that would be absolutely terrible. Um, oh no, just, it needs to be. Yeah. No. Don't needs do it. You got four people who aren't even active wrestlers. That would be absolutely terrible. Um, also got a live report here from someone who was at Raw saying only three-fourths of the arena was full. Uh, Detroit is not a Chicago crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Thanks for that live report there. Uh, Detroit was all – see – Funny because the the night before I was in uh, I'm an Ohioan, a proud Ohioan, 
Um, mm-hmm. So you got Monday Bank tickets for Chicago, so that that should be a lot of fun. Uh, I was in, I was in, fa- I was at Fast Lane. Um, uh, before we get to, we're going we're going to talk about Raw, and then we're going to talk about Fast Lane real quick, uh, and then we'll jump back into the headlines. So so, real quick, Wanda Rousey. Um, see, I I think this is a good, and I've said this before. I think Ronda Rousey is a very, very good addition to the WWE fold. Uh, I interviewed uh, Roddy Piper's son Colt uh, a few weeks ago, uh, and he and he, you know, he he gave Ronda Rousey the coat. So when she came in Royal Rumble, you know, she got the coat from uh, she got the coat from Colt. She got the coat from Colt, brother. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, someone saying Ohio rules. Hey man, you get the clap for tonight for putting Ohio over us. So you get an, you get an applause for that. Appreciate you putting Ohio over. I gotta um, give you credit. Ohio is a great a great city. A great great great. Uh, oh. I've been to all the great cities great of Ohio, state. and I've been to the great state. Yeah, I mean, I've been to a lot of different that's cities right. in Ohio, so. But uh, Maryland, yeah. you know, Baltimore, Maryland is uh, one of the greatest. Uh, I've been to Maryland. I like Maryland. <laughs> um, but Ohio, uh, I'm going to put Ohio over <laughs> because border uh, range, you, uh, you know. That, that's your home. There's a lot of and I'm always still, There's a lot of people. I'm always, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of people who are from Ohio who decide to leave Ohio to try to make it. You know, Alexa Bliss is one of them. She's born in my in, in my home, uh, home city and state. She was born in Columbus, Ohio. And, um, oh, sweet. She's very, uh, oh, she's very successful. Um, she's probably nice, other, than, nice other than the Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, she's the most successful person who came out of Columbus, Ohio, uh, as far as a wrestler is concerned. Um, we'll talk about Raw too, as far as where she's going. But just real quick, just for having your thoughts on uh, on Ronda Rousey. Um, uh, real quick, Ronda looks like she can wrestle from the training videos. I agree with that. She looks like me. You know, she's. She was an amazing MMA star for so long, and you know the last two uh, the last two fights that she was in was unfortunate losses to Holly Holm and Amanda Nunez. But uh, you know the fifteen fights before then, you know she was uh, you know four, first round um, defeats. I think Misha Tate was the only person who she didn't, uh, she beat, I think she beat, beat Misha Tate the first time in the first round. I think the second time she beat her was in the second or third round, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, she had a, you know, an impressive, so she, you know, she did her work. She she trains like an animal. Uh, but at the same time, I've said this before, MMA endurance and uh, and pro wrestling endurance is, is two different things. So I really it's hope um... they don't mean anything to well, I feel it's good Ronda Rousey's in WWE, but it's to a point where it's like it's like anywhere in the business. You you never know how things are going to unfold, and you have Ronda Rousey coming to WWE, and there's some things that on paper looks great, then it turns out to be not you know it turns out not to turn out you know as good as you think, or something on paper right. doesn't seem to go well, but it turns out better, and I think. Ronda Rousey being there is a good addition, but it's just, is this okay? Um, I don't know if it's because she cut, she, the time that she came, her steam kind of went down a little bit. And it's just, mm-hmm. you clearly see that, you know, 
my mic skills, and I caught a couple of things when she was doing doing her uh, doing her mic work on Raw at the pay per view. No, and was, was, I was rolling in the back bad. of his head. You can see Triple H. You know, <laughs> they just just very on his last minute, like you know, they they're like, okay, we gotta save it. And to all fairness, you know, she was getting she was getting buried a lot. It was like to all fairness, yeah. She came from WWE. She came from UFC. I mean, when you're out in front of thirty thousand people, twenty thousand, however much WWE is gonna tell you that's there, it's a whole one eighty. You don't have to talk in UFC, mm-hmm. MMA. You have press yeah. conferences. You say about what a one comment, maybe a sentence. That's it. You gotta have mic work. So to be fair with her, it's funny to us because it's like uh, your mic skills are this bad, and you can just tell she's just overwhelmed and. She, she, she's so tough that they keep doing this, this. They keep recycling these nicknames where the baddest man on the planet, the baddest woman on the planet. <laughs> and then you say that then she's so crying. And then it's like she comes out and she starts crying. And it's like. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, you know, it's the baddest woman on the planet. She's crying. But at the end of the day, it's, it's good to see her. But it's like okay, it's it's not going to have the big bang. You did you got the promo? They did the the graphic up before Brock and Reigns. You know the the, the yeah. moment. What, what's the tagline? The moment you thought would never happen. I don't know who they're fooling. Mm-hmm. Maybe the people that's not interested. We saw this happen. You know at the uh, you know the the moment me and you saw the stone act like never happened. The Mania Thirty One when uh, Triple H went against the Gold yeah. to beat him. And then he came yeah. back out like nothing happened. This is like two, three years in the making. It's like, who, who are you fooling, yeah. WWE, the way you have the promo, the, the the moment that we never thought would happen? Come on. We all knew. I, right. I was at the Rumble, and, and, and you could see my face there in a couple of shots. He was in row two right there, and the cameraman was standing right in my face, and that's how I knew she was showing up. I was like, wait, the cameraman mm-hmm. is going to sit here, and there's still 10 minutes left to go. To the rumble, somebody's right. Yeah, yeah. And I said, "This is." Yep. I, I feel I'm glad for her, but at the end of the day, it's after Mania. What is she going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, after she yeah, passed yeah. I think there's some. There's some deep. I mean, potential places to put her. I mean, a lot of people say um, Paul Heyman. You know, which which I think would be great uh, for her because uh, she needs the mouthpiece, and I think Heyman would be a good mouthpiece, especially if Brock yeah. Lesnar leaves. Um, so I definitely think that that would be a uh, where she should go uh, for sure. I got a bunch of comments here. Um, as far as where who's going to what's going to main event uh, Mania? It's a good discussion. Um, so someone saying Tucker Cena should close WrestleMania. Uh, Rousing the main event will ruin WrestleMania. Taker Cena should close WrestleMania. I bet Ro- Brock and Roman does. Uh, the AJ Nakamura match with the Macho Steamboat match is a really good comparison. Um, people saying they heard Lesnar versus Roman maybe mid card. Um, and someone else saying I can't see Lesnar Reigns as a mid card match. I agree. I mean, uh, as far as what yeah. they're doing with Lesnar, you know, just briefly as far as. Uh, uh, people who uh, the discussion of the WWE salaries and you know Brock Lesnar making ten million dollars a year. So basically, every time you see him, he's making you know every time you see Brock Lesnar, he's making half a million dollars basically every time you see him. Uh, so that's basically 
I mean, and, but, it's, and that's you know me, quite crazy. To be fair, Ronda Rousey, even though her mic skills aren't the best, we all can relive Kevin Green and his mic skills from WCW. Oh my goodness! Thought I had that. Yeah. <laughs> Fans, um, if you remember that, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kevin Green's was it, it was it was quite bad. Yeah, it was it was bad. We don't want to we don't want to think about that. Um, Mongo's wasn't very good either. Um, so just yeah, those, those uh, football, those 80s, you know, nineties football players uh, um, that, that uh, for some reason was decided to the WCW decided to acquire those. You know, I mean, you know, granted, Mongo was a part of a you know Super Bowl football team. Uh, but you know that didn't mean that didn't make you a good wrestler. And when they when they made him a part of the Horseman, man, I said, "Oh man, this is all bad." Hey, um, hey, my my, yeah. my goal was tough, but there could be worse because let's not forget Paul Roma. And I was so I'm good friends uh, with JJ Dillon, and I and I will tell mm. you this: I'm very good friends with JJ Dillon outside of the ring, and then been on my show multiple times. And this is this is strictly from from the hip. I mentioned Paul Roma. J.J. Dillon looked dead at me with a euphoric trance and bust out laughing. And he said I had no comment. Of course. But, but here's the thing, though. J.J. Dillon was not a manager during the time that Mongo was uh, a horseman member. Yeah, he was, so he was a commissioner. Yeah, he was yeah, I think J.J. would have had that same reaction if he had to manage Mongo and the Four Horsemen. Uh, someone saying I drove to Detroit for WrestleMania 23 because I knew that there was no way Cena would beat Chon too, and he did. I was livid. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. First trivia question: What was the main event of WrestleMania 12? What was the main event of WrestleMania 12? Got a bunch of trivia questions tonight, so you better get your. Uh, get your trivia ready, and we're going to uh, do a lot. All right, so, so so some live notes from from Fastlane. Um, there was the Breezango. The the, the six man match was pretty fun. Uh, the crowd was pretty uh, pretty live on that one. It's, you know, I think it was a pretty good match to set the tone. Pretty good pre show match. Um, you know, of course, both Dillinger and uh, Breezango was pretty over from the. Uh, Columbus crowd, so that was pretty fun. Uh, the opener was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura against uh, Rusev Day, and uh, it was a lot of fun uh, inside the arena uh, because <laughs> I'm not, a, you know, this is this is a person, this is personal here. I am not a fan of the whole Rusev Day thing at all. Um, uh, yeah, ten million, yeah. Um, Ten million there. That's how much. Uh, people talking about Mula. Yeah, we'll talk about Mula. We'll, we'll talk about Mula. What I think about the Mula Battle Royal and the stories. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about Mula here uh, as far as that. Um, <clears throat> ah, good job, good job. Bret Hart versus <laughs> Shawn Michaels Iron Man match. Good job. Hey, uh, uh, let's see wait a minute. That right. If you, uh, you want to be Chris. technical. If you want to be technical, you got to also add Jose Lothario. Jose, Jose Lothario, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. 
Oh, <laughs> you gotta. Yeah. Oh, you man. How long? Here's the bonus gotta, question. Here's the bonus question on that. How long did it go? How long? Precisely. Precisely. Don't Google it or nothing. Um, precisely how long was the Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart Iron Man match from WrestleMania 12? Um, someone is saying Rude's going to turn heel. I'm okay with Bobby Rude being a babyface, and I've, I've explained this before. This is why I, I like um, Bobby Rude as a babyface, especially leading into WrestleMania. Okay, first of all, you, he's going to get babyface chance with the glorious entrance anyways, and we'll get to as far as uh, that their match at Fastlane and who got the, the, the bigger reaction here uh, at the, at the uh, at the show, but yeah, I mean, he's going to get baby face. If he turns heel, he's going to get pops. So that doesn't make any sense for him to turn heel just to get cheered. And, and, and I, I'm really, I'm really like uh, critical of that. Don't turn someone ba- uh, Don't turn someone heel so they make so they'll get cheered. So they'll make the 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 baby face. They won't put the baby face over. So. Right. Don't do that. Um, he's going to get his. I mean, if he, if you know, he's a good heel. But I would say I've said this before. Wait until after WrestleMania, because at the at WrestleMania New Orleans, though they're going to deck it out. He's going to get all the glorious chants. He's going to get all the bells and whistles of the glorious entrance. Yeah. So he's going to get that babyface reaction, anyways. Let him be a baby face going into WrestleMania. If you want to turn him heel after WrestleMania, I'm totally cool with that. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, if you want to turn him heel, make him heel. Get rid of the glorious song. Keep the robes. Keep the pompous attitude. But get rid of stuff that would make him automatically a baby face. And so the glorious entrance, the glorious song, that's a really catchy song that, uh, you know, will get him over as a baby face. So I would be very, very critical of that. Next question. I won't get rid of it. Who Who defeated Triple H at WrestleMania 12? Who defeated Triple H at WrestleMania 12? (laughs) Or as uh, William Regal would say, Triple H. Triple H. And then, by the way, that match, they they edited that match out on the VHS tape version, by the way. That Triple H versus who we're not going to mention. That match did not make the VHS cut. I can Just definitely understand. Just a quick understand. random trivia. Um, the Nacho Man, the Nacho Man against the Hustler. People saying, um, people saying he's not a good face. I don't agree. I think he's a good face. He's over. Okay, so I'm going to skip. I'm going to actually skip to the Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton. Um, match uh, fascinating. This is this is live. This is the live um, uh, reaction from the crowd. Rick uh, Bobby Roode was over more than uh, Randy Orton was. Period. He was getting when they were doing the yay type of punches thing. Roode was more over. Uh, you know there was uh, Rick uh, Randy Orton got mostly uh, babyface chance, but there was some some very noticeable boo boos. So I mean he he's over. People saying uh, an hour and, and three minutes. No 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 no. It was not an hour and three minutes. It was an hour one minute and fifty two seconds because 
because Shawn Michaels won a few seconds before the two-minute overtime. Remember the two-minute overtime that uh, Gorilla, uh, Gorilla Monsoon came out, uh, did the, the, the two-minute overtime. I believe it was Gorilla Monsoon. I'm almost positive. Yeah, it was Gorilla. It was Gorilla. It was Gorilla. It was Gorilla. Um, came out, did the two-minute overtime, and uh, Michaels pinned him uh, eight seconds before the time was up. So 61 minutes, 52 seconds um, was the was the outcome of that match. Very, very good match. Some, someone saying it, they thought it was too long, but I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. It was definitely a trend-setting match. Um, let's see if we got the correct answer. Yes. Yes, we do have the correct answer. The Ultimate Warrior. <clears throat> Good job. Uh, someone saying, uh, calling it now, Daniel Bryan versus uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane versus KO and Zane. Yeah, I said that. I said that a long time ago. People weren't really uh, believing me, but um, I would. I you know, I think that that would be a fantastic uh, match. Uh, for for Mania, if Brian, you know, Brian's cleared, and they have him in a tag match. I said that before, um, and uh, people were doubting me when I said that. Uh, but you know, you doubters, I got a word for you doubters. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that'll be fantastic. I think that'll be such a good. marquee match uh, yeah. if they Doesn't did they that, cleared them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be absolutely fantastic. And I think that, you know, like you said, I mean, just watching SmackDown, I think the writing's on the wall. Um, yeah. You know, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But uh, it's definitely going to be a tag match. I think it's quite obvious, especially since they beat him up. Um, uh, you know, announcing that Daniel Bryan's going to be there next week, I don't know if that was – I don't know that that would cause people to watch SmackDown or, or draw more people to SmackDown. And, I, and if it doesn't draw more people to SmackDown, you might as well just make it a surprise factor that he did that. I mean, just imagine the place erupting uh, if they were trying to corner uh, Shane McMahon next week. You know, Shane McMahon cuts a promo. They, they, I mean, they can still do this. Shane McMahon cuts a promo, and then, uh, well, you know, it's so funny because last week I actually got a tweet on this. Last week I booked something, I, I you know, I said – do not bring Brock Lesnar. I said, do not. I was very adamant. I said, do not bring Brock Lesnar on Raw. And guess what happened? Someone's watching this podcast from the WWE because Brock Lesnar did not show on Raw. So once again, oh. ladies and gentlemen, just like last week. I'd I do it do for you. That's right. Every <laughs> <laughs> day of the week. I'd do it for you. Um, so yeah, that is, that is one of my favorite things in the world now. Uh, Shinsuke and Rusev, uh, um, Nakamura, Rusev Day. Nakamura, Rusev Day. Like I said, I'm not the, I'm not, I'm not the person who is really big into this Rusev Day thing. I, I, I think that Rusev Day is like the new age CM Punk chant. I don't think, you know, Rusev is a great hand. Uh, fantastic athlete, but I don't really think Rusev is. I don't think that Rusev is over. I think the fans want to put themselves over, um, you know, and, and do the whole Rusev Day thing. Real quick before we get your thoughts on that, Evan, 
comment saying uh, the day Triple H takes over main roster from Vince is the day wrestling gets great again. Look at NSA at 205. Triple H gets it. Vince is out of touch. Um, someone saying Vince, yeah, Vince looks like a hundred trip keeper. What's with his red under his eyes? Uh, well, here's the thing. The red under his eyes is because the guy, uh, from what I've heard, he doesn't get any sleep. You know, and, and he, he needs to get sleep, but he, he doesn't. doesn't. He doesn't get any sleep. He doesn't. Um, I I I don't I don't agree with the whole Vince is out of touch thing. I mean I understand no, that there's an evolution in professional wrestling, but at the end of the day, there has to be a balance. That's the reason why I think Vince and Trip together, Vince and Triple H, uh, kind of kind of uh, run the creative process together is very good because the NXT product is fantastic. But at the same time, people can criticize. NXT for being a niche type of product, and right. which isn't a lot of um, which is, it has start it starts Velveteen Dream, Lars Sullivan, um, you know those are very Alistair Black, very character heavy people, which is great. That's what they need. Um, and Vince, Vince still has the the you know the the art of creating characters and that's what wrestling is all about man i mean you can you can have a wrestling clinic for two hours but it doesn't mean nothing if uh there isn't any characters that people are pulling behind uh so you know i don't want to say that he's out of touch maybe you know the fact that um triple h is is you know by his side to help him with that creative process i think that that's a very good plus and you know he's 72 years old you know he, he he definitely needs uh he, he definitely could use some assistance as far as uh, you know staying with the times and I think Triple H, who's uh you know more than twenty years younger than he is, would definitely help him with that. Uh, to go to go back with this, like you said, with this out of touch, I I disagree. Yeah, I realize that Russell Bennett is still is this, it goes in a cycle. Um. Vince and Triple H, they need each other. You know, Triple H is more wrestling. Look at NXT. NXT is cool with wrestling. But USA is not going to pay. You're not going to get sponsors and revenue money right. watching just NXT right. with straight wrestling. That doesn't make exactly. money. No offense, look at RH. As much as we love RH, as much as we may love the straight wrestling. It doesn't make money. You have to have mm-hmm. entertainment. You have to. So you have Vince is a genius. He doesn't get sleep. Nash has told us before in the set of other shows, Vince gets maybe three or four hours of sleep, and that's it. He's a machine. And plus, Vince is going on 80. <laughs> the man is not young. It, it, it's, you, WWE fans, anybody listening, you got to look at this. And I had I had a lot of fans talk about this like they know, and I can talk on faith like you do, Southern Stone. I've been incredible with our shows, being in the business of media, and knowing the boys and people that's in all of the promotions. WWE is not going anywhere. WWE is still no. making million, millions of dollars. WWE <laughs> yep. is still in the black. They're not losing money. So, and WWE itself is a juggernaut. There's so much more to WWE than what you see on TV. That's probably yeah. Actually, last year was actually the most profitable. 
ever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we love the business. That stuff that goes on in WWE, we don't agree with. But Vince isn't out of touch. Vince is a marketing genius. He's entertainment. He's not necessarily the best wrestling person. That's why there's the Pat Patterson. That's why he had J.J. Dillon. That's why there's Triple H. You got to have that mix. You went to late Dusty Rhodes. Bruce Pritchett. You had to have that mix of people because Vince see it one way and then you add on to the other. So, mm-hmm. you know, this, this to add my point on that, the Vince isn't out of touch. Vince this is great at one thing, and if he's not good in it, he brings in the best that he knows to cover it up. Monday Night Raw makes yeah. money all the kids because of what you say. Same thing with SmackDown. The goal fourth back was Rusev Day. I'm late with the Rusev Day thing. It's the most over thing now on SmackDown. I get how it can be nauseating and annoying. Uh, the the person that needs the Rusev Day the most is the English dude, Aiden English. Because when he came out at the Rumble, he got no pop. No one cheered. No one booed. Well, he's not supposed to get pop. That's the point. Cuts, but, he cuts heel promises to make sure that Rusev doesn't but, get pops. That's what I but, don't like. The but, heel. But my thing is, even if you're a heel, when you come out for the rumble, at least you get some reaction. He got none. Nobody clapped. Nobody sucked their teeth. So the person that needs Rusev Day the most is Aiden English. Because without him, or we know without the Rusev Day, yeah, he's not over. But I can see him where the Rusev Day is annoying. But hey, it, it forces WWE to give Rusev something to do. Because I feel Rusev, some people well, will say, no, the course, because they, they've, they, there's been a few times that uh, they've kept him under wraps. And he hasn't, Rusev does still, he doesn't have an impressive win-loss record. He still loses quite a bit, he, he, unfortunately. He, he doesn't. He doesn't, but then there's something that say Rusev fell into the Cena curse. Whenever you got a big monster hill, you're doing okay, you say Cena at Mania, and then your career goes down. That's what a lot of people in IWC said. You did it with Umaga, you did it with Rusev, uh, you did uh, a couple other people. But anyway, that's, that's speculation and conspiracy. Yeah, Bray Wyatt, same thing. That's a conspiracy theory. So Wade Barrett, Alex Riley. Yeah, Wade Barrett, yeah. there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Right <laughs> and is never the same, Ryback. Oh gosh. Mm. Um, he needs a hug. Him yeah. and CM Punk. They all need hugs. Ryback Punk, they both need uh hugs. They need very tight Barney hugs. That's what they need. Yeah. Uh, church, they need them. church mother hugs. They need them good yes. old church and mother hugs. They just won't let you go. Yeah, I would be very happy to hug both <laughs> Ryback and CM Punk. Yeah, and I and uh, if you want a group uh, hug for both of them, per- perfect. I, I, I'm I'm all about it. Uh, Someone say Ryback was horrid. Um, yeah, but if you have 15 uh, riders, uh, them right. See, that's the problem. If you um, have 15 riders, see, that's that's the issue. If you, I think I actually that, I think from what I've heard, it's actually about it's actually double that. It's actually about 30 riders now, um, which is I've I've been in the elevator next to Ryback. In December, I'm not hugging that guy. I'd rather not. And there's nothing to do. I don't feel him, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm hugging him. Big, big he talks just you like, know, a, hey, hey, uh, 
Uh, like he, she talks like that. I thought it was a gimmick voice. You know, like, yeah, like, why does, I thought it was a gimmick talk. voice. He does talk like that. That's a she voice. But um, he does. To, to 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 the to the viewer, I mean, I'm sorry to the fans. Like you say, it's a lot of writers. But then that could also go into wrestling. We enjoyed it more when it was bookers. We had actual wrestlers that could help write a show. When it was this JJ or Bruce or a few people at Vince's house. Well, you had a few writers that could go, not not to be funny, look at SmackDown. Look how SmackDown is ran, because you have Road Dog being a head writer, and look at the formula of SmackDown as opposed to Raw. But anyway, Nakamura, I love him. I always have been a fan of Nakamura for years, way before he went to WWE. Um, and like you said, the Rusev Day thing, I, I'm like you. I, I, people chant it. I'm not going to put it on a CM Punk level. But it's kind of like the to me it's like the John Cena sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the it's John Cena sucks. It's just, right, it's like okay, here we go. Yeah, that's a match. Real quick, they, they um, match. yeah, 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 certainly. Um, someone's saying for uh, <laughs> Finn Balor to lose the blue leather. I, I agree totally. Um, oh yeah, we won't gosh. see the demon again. Which, which, you know, we'll see that maybe that's something else too. Um, not we'll seeing the demon character on WrestleMania, that doesn't, what, I, I don't understand how you wouldn't do that. I mean, hopefully they do, but, because, but it doesn't make sense if, because, they, if they don't do that on WrestleMania. Um, someone else is saying, is it me or did, uh, Shane being on Raw lose some of the Raw versus SmackDown flavor? I agree with that. Good observation. Uh, Ryan is saying WWE is going to Fox, which I hope they do because, uh, that will cut out of I would cut out an hour um of their show. That would be, go back to a two hour show. Um which uh that would be fantastic actually. Uh people are hyped for John Cena and Undertaker. Um we'll talk about that in the raw as far as I know you, you know, can't wait for the small Yeah. Someone is someone <laughs> is saying CM Punk's gonna go only two in MMA <laughs> gonna get embarrassed in Chicago. He'll get a lot of uh, Demon Eagles marketing sales. Very true. Absolutely. Um, and, and here's the thing. With CM Punk, he'll get cheered like crazy in Chicago's hometown. However, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, someone's saying, Luke's saying uh, CM Punk could be in the all-in show in Chicago. Uh, not really. Uh, there was some teasing that he did with Young Bucks, but unfortunately... Uh, um, unfortunately, he's still under contract with UFC. So, if Cody can talk to Dana White and have him appear on the All In show, uh, do it. Why not? Do it. Do it now. Uh, I do, do it for you. I do it for you. <laughs> Finn Balor with the blue jacket Finn is bringing the BWO back <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm sorry fans Fans, I'm sorry And fans, you can chime in And see if you agree I told, I told you fellas throwing this off air Finn Balor He looks just like a little kid Running around with his diaper Running around the he kitchen does. It's exactly how he looks yeah. with his tights like, mm. No demon at Mania. I'm, I'm telling you First of all, we didn't see the man versus man match against him and Bray Wyatt. That didn't happen. Which oh, didn't make any I'm so sense. glad we didn't. And I'm so glad we didn't hey, see but, that. 
But we did get yeah. to see that 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 the House of Horrors match between Bray and, and Orton, which uh, yeah, I'm I'm just we it's budget cuts. You know, you was at Fast Lane. There's so much stuff budget cuts. Becky Lynch did with her steampunk gear. You can't even afford steam. Yeah, there's just so much budget cuts. Like, what is going on? It's <laughs> saving it for WrestleMania, I guess. Yeah. You know, Triple H is going to have a three hour. Um, Triple H entrance is going to be about thirty minutes, but we won't get the demons in battle. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, the tag team match was. I mean, you know, Usos and New Day were over. Um, and I think that the New Day and Usos, um, I was really excited about that more than anything. I was very excited about that. I knew the Bludgeon Brothers was going to come out. So, I mean, it just kind of spoiled it. It was a buzzkill. But, um, you know, it was good while it lasted. I mean, they were still in each other's moves, which I loved. It reminded me back of uh, Vengeance uh, 2002, I think it was, with the triple threat between Taker, Rock, and Angle. Uh, probably the best triple threat match I've ever seen in yeah, my life. Yeah, one of my uh, favorite matches. It was, yeah, I think it was Vengeance 2002. Live 2002, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, um, let me make sure of that. Uh, it was 02. I think it was Vengeance. That's what, yeah, that's what led to Brock vs. Rock. Cause Rock I think Vengeance the 2002 was Jericho Cena, too. Yeah. I think Jericho just randomly put it over was. Cena. Um. Which yeah. from then on I didn't. It was Vengeance so too. Uh, July twenty first two thousand. Speaking of Detroit, it was in Joe Louis Arena, Detroit. July twenty first two thousand two. Uh, let's see. John Cena beat Chris Jericho six minutes and twenty one seconds. Another good solid card though, man. I mean, oh, yeah. two thousand two. This boys defeating Benoit on elimination tables match that was fifteen minutes. Jamie Notable with uh, Nidia beat Billy Kidman. Hardy beat um, – well, Noble retained the Cruiserweight Championship. Hardy defeated William Regal for the, uh, to retain the European Championship. Uh, and then that Cena versus Jericho, nobody uh, – you know, that that's we, – we, we don't want to remember that. RVD defeated Brock Lesnar by disqualification to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Booker T defeated the Big Show in a no disqualification match, and after he won, he said, I'd do it for you. Uh, The Un-Americans defeated Edge and uh, uh, Hulk Hogan to win the Tag Team Championships. I mean, solid card, man. And then Rock defeated Angle and Taker to win the uh, Undisputed Championship. Wow. And then Rock was will funny lose, is, lose the title the next the next month to uh, Brock Lesnar. What's funny wow. is that what the a vengeance, solid card, man. Yeah, I actually have that on VHS. And also, too, the funny thing is that ironically, the Sovereign Gear Vengeance was a triple threat match again. It was Angle, Big Show. Was it was it, was it a triple threat? It was, it was a triple threat. It was Brock Angle and Big Show, I believe, in the triple threat. Mm. But you know the following mm. year was another triple threat match, which was really good. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, it, it, o, OT was a OT one O three was some of the best years in WWE. Oh yeah, the matches and the solid cards. one as well. Vengeance of O three was let's see, you had yep, um, Eddie Girl beating uh, Chris Benoit to win the U.S. title. 
Jamie Noble with Media <laughs> again. Being Billy Gunn with Tori Wilson. Very interesting. Um That was the first SmackDown invitational, only Yeah. APA Invitational Barroom Brawl. Where was this at? Let's see. This was in uh Denver. Okay. Uh Bradshaw winning by last eliminating Brother Love. Very interesting. Uh, in an APA Invitational Barroom Brawl. Only lasted four and a half minutes. Uh, World's Greatest Tag Team defeating Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio. Yeah, that yeah that was true. They had a very back then in '03 the the, the, the filthy animals uh, re- reconnected on on uh, oh, the Sable defeating Oh, interesting. That's right. Sable defeating Stephanie McMahon in a no count out match. Uh, Taker beat Cena. I do remember that. Mister McMahon beating Zach Gowan. Uh, and that lasts almost 15 minutes, and then Angle defeating Brock Lesnar and Big Show in a triple threat match. So that was a good that was a good card too. Man, oh, I miss those years. I okay. really miss those really amazing cards. I really do. Uh, let's see what we got comments here. I like Filthy Animals, Bludgeon Brothers with a dumb name. I agree. Someone saying 97 to 99 was the best time in wrestling. Uh, someone's calling uh, Gowan a one like a scrub. Uh, ninety-seven, ninety-nine. I wasn't. I, I was. I was a bigger fan uh, of ruthless aggression than uh, Attitude yeah. Era. I was a bigger fan. I agree. Yeah. Ruthless um, aggression. Oh one to oh four. I was a bigger fan. Fan. If the yeah. fan is old enough, I would. I, I would say please check. Uh, nineteen eighty-seven to ninety-one. This this the tag teams, the singles matches, the the, the NWA and WWF, eighty seven mm-hmm. and ninety one. Just uh, that time period was just I, I say it was eighty seven and ninety one, and like you said, the Rufus of Russia. I would say oh one to about oh three, early oh four would be the best periods for me. Yeah, I was a big fan of Ruthless Aggression, man. I, I think the, the quality of work. See, the thing is, Ruthless Aggression reminds me a lot of today, but with better characters and storylines. Like, it was just, um, just I mean, the quality of wrestling was fantastic. I mean, the Brock Angle matches, even Big Show was a good, uh, you know, Guerrero, Benoit, you know, as a wrestler, Benoit, Mysterio, Edge, Jericho, Booker, uh, Mysterio. I mean, there was just so many good, so many people. good wrestlers. Uh, Tyson, Tyson, Tom. Uh, someone saying, say that in your puke Vince voice. He's got a puke. <laughs> On the spot. All right, next trivia question, ladies and gentlemen. What type of match was Ahmed Johnson and LOD versus Nation of Domination? At WrestleMania 13, what type of match was Ahmed Johnson and LOD versus Nation of Domination at WrestleMania 13? Real quick, um, Fastlane thoughts. Uh, people were really into the main event match. Main event match was a very solid match. I agree uh, that it was uh, it was great. I think it was uh, I think it was really good. I think everybody had their spot. Everybody looked good. Um, there were some people around me that was criticizing the opener when Cena AA'd everybody except for Styles. I said, you know what? <laughs> Cena just buried four wrestlers in five seconds. There, that's a big match, yeah. John, right there. 
burying four wrestlers in five seconds, man. What a what a uh, what a shame that that was <laughs> that opened the uh, the show, but they opened the match. But other than that, it was it was pretty good. It was a really solid pay per view. I enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed. It. I've been to. I haven't missed a televised WWE pay per view or wrestling event, a live televised uh, WWE event in almost 20 years. Uh, I've been to all of them uh, here that that comes uh, to my hometown, Columbus, Ohio. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and this was this was good. Um, you know, there was there was some low points, of course, but uh, I wasn't expecting Fastlane to be a perfect pay per view. Uh, it was, you know, it was a good. Um, it was a good filler pay-per-view. It was a good uh, bridge into Mania, so it was pretty good. Uh, so as far as just the headlines, uh, we talked about some salaries. Um, check out my uh, my article uh, on the salaries of every uh, current WWE superstar. Type in salaries WWE Chris Featherstone, you'll see it. Uh, some interesting things. Uh, Ronda Rousey, um, I, I think they had to send like a – uh, I sent had to send like a document to the securities uh, exchange, uh, security exchange commission or whatever, uh, and it had all their salaries on there. Uh, so oh, apparently, uh, Rousey's coming in at one point five million dollars. So, um, quite interesting because uh, she's making leaps and bounds more than. The top wrestler, I think Bailey's at three hundred. I think the Bellas are at three hundred. Um, let's look at these. Um, look at these salaries huh. real quick. As far as um, uh, you know, Ryback kept making his argument that everybody's the same. <laughs> Which was yeah, weird. Yeah, right. Um, Can we also mention how um, million? Um, Reigns making five million. AJ's only making two, so that's an argument. AJ's at two million, and Reigns is at uh, you know two and a half times more than he is. But Reigns has been there longer. He's mainly been it more. You know, I, I don't think there's much of an um, argument. Now there is an argument that AJ Styles makes the same amount of money as Dean Ambrose. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's a bit odd. Miz is at two and a half million. Uh, Rollins at three million. Sheamus is at one. Jeff Hardy's is at Jeff Hardy's at one. I'm just going to talk about the millionaires. I guess uh, Big Show's at 850, but um, Orton's at four and a half million. Um, well, Gender's almost almost there, nine hundred thousand, and which is sad too because Goldust is only at four hundred thousand, and he's been there for. Twenty year, over twenty years, twenty three years, you know, off and on, he's making four hundred thousand dollars. I mean, which is still an amazing oh, amount. But you have Goldust making four hundred thousand dollars, and Sin Cara making almost double, making seven hundred thousand. Sin Cara makes seven hundred thousand dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Sin Cara, seven hundred thousand dollars for being on main event. What in the world? Um, Chicago street fight. There we go. Good job, Chicago street fight. Uh, but wow, Sin Cara, ladies and gentlemen, seven hundred thousand dollars. Bray Wyatt making one million dollars a year. Uh, yeah, that was just a, that was that was very surprising to me. Now you have like uh, Braun Str- Braun Strowman is only at three hundred thousand dollars right now. 
a year. I'm sure that'll jump up uh, come coming um, close to 2018. But uh, he makes the same as Bo Dallas and Apollo. <laughs> so Small Joe's at 800,000. Scott Dawson's at 250. Undertaker's at 2 million. Kane's at 900,000. And uh, you know Kane, I guess since he's only a part timer now, that makes sense. But uh, it seemed like he would make more too because he's been there over 20 years. Uh, Cesaro's at a half a million. Luke Gallows only a quarter of a million compared to everybody else. That's quite low. Uh, Cass is, makes the same as Luke Gallows. Kalisto's at three hundred fifty thousand dollars, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh man! So WWE is like, you know how it is like when uh, you go to a job and like the Spanish speakers make more money just because they can speak Spanish. Uh, I think that's how it is with Kalisto and Zincara. Like, hey, Zinkara, uh, let's just, uh, you know, let's just have you uh, uh, boost the Hispanic community. And so you're going to make 700000 almost three-quarters of a million dollars uh, just because you're Zinkara. I mean, I, I, that is, to me, if, if that number is true, it is astonishing to me. Uh, one of the Mike Canellas makes some of the lowest, one of the lowest yes, amounts at two hundred thousand dollars, as far as the, the guys are concerned. Usos are at two fifty, which seems like they would make more than a big, big hundred. A big E is at five hundred. Fandango four hundred thousand. Epico two hundred thousand. Our true five hundred fifty thousand. Uh, Kofi Kingston is at five hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. So I mean, which is good. I mean, Kofi makes a lot. Uh, he's been here for a cool. while. Zach Ryder's at four hundred thousand. Victor's at two fifty. And then the women. I mean, I you know when I wrote this article, I got a lot of people who were uh, criticizing just the huge difference. The huge. Um, Nia Jax only makes a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mandy Rose makes eighty thousand. I mean, granted, she just came up to the uh, to the main roster. Dana Brooks at $200,000 a year. Uh, wow. She makes the same amount as Bailey. That is astonishing to me. And we, uh, for, for being a, uh, a, a less than good wrestler and a valet for Titus Worldwide, uh, $200,000. Sonya Deville is making more than Mandy Rose, $100,000. Becky Lynch is at two fifty. Uh, Summer Rae, before she got uh, released, was a little over 120. Carmella's only making 120, uh, which is crazy. Lana's making $200,000 a year, ladies and gentlemen. Lana, a valet and someone who barely wrestles, $200,000 a year. And Naomi's making 180, which I'm okay with that. She's uh, she's one of the top. I think she should make more, actually. Um same thing with Bailey and, and Sasha. Um, Liv Morgan, no, Liv Morgan makes $75,000 a year. That is, that is incredible. Yeah, wow. Don't forget, Naomi might get more merchandise as well. Yeah, well, Brock Lesnar, in addition to his five, uh, his, in addition to his $10 million, uh, he makes a hundred grand in merchandise a year too, I believe. So, he is bringing in the big, the the big uh, the big wigs. Um, someone saying that lowballing AJ. 
Um, four and a half million for doing nothing. Uh, people are people. Yeah, they play Goldust. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, people are surprised about Sin Cara. Um, so Taker gets uh, Taker gets two million for one match a year. That's a that's a that's a, uh, that's a good point. Usos at two fifty k horribly I mean, underpaid. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Can't can't get mad at Taker. Any, anybody that's a legend in the business that's paved the way. People like that deserve to just get paid residuals like the Michaels and. and you can't get mad at that. If anybody worked a job and has been the the state before company for over twenty something years, hey, why not get paid like that? Yeah. Speaking but of pay, still, uh, uh Luke is talking about uh Dolph Ziggler when he resigned, uh he's like pin me, pay me. <laughs> job squad member for uh, again. a million and a half a year. <laughs> um Ascension making the same as the Usos, yeah, that's that's crazy to me. Uh, talk about disparity and pay for female versus male. I agree. I mean, I just, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think the I think the big argument is does does females make the same as males? Which no, because they don't draw as much. But I would say people like Charlotte, people like Oscar, uh, people like Bailey, Sasha. I think they should. They I think they should be up there with the guys. Um, you know, I think they should be making. You know, they should they, be they draw, they're, they're about three hundred. Yeah, especially Charlotte and Sasha. They main evented pay per views last year. I mean, I think Charlotte, Charlotte and Sasha Banks should be making millions a year. Uh, to me, I think they should be compared to the guys. Uh, someone else is saying uh, Charlotte and Sasha should. Um, Live makes the same as me, and I don't have to travel or take bumps. Good point. Good, good point. Um, someone's saying, wow, Lana, uh, uh, 250K, never in the ring. Uh, someone's agreeing that uh, uh, what I said, Charlotte and Sasha should make uh, multi-millions. I think that they should be on the level playing field with the guys, uh, hands down, hands down. I think Asuka uh, should be that way as well. Not pro- Not particularly right now, but I think – um, within probably the end of the year, uh, going into 2018, I think that uh, for sure she should be with the with the guys. But as far as right now is concerned, Charlotte and Sasha uh, should be uh, in the million dollar club for sure. Um, all right, real quick. Uh, all right, so just Scott Hall and and uh, Scott Hall. The, I wrote about this. Uh, there was a tweet um, that uh, he he called. British Bulldog and Lex Luger failed singles wrestlers when uh, someone sent me a tweet of uh, Allied Powers, which um, I don't agree with that. I think both Bulldog and Luger should be. uh, I think uh, Scott was bitter. I actually actually spoke to him. I mean, Scott Hall got in a heated exchange with uh, Bulldog's uh, daughter, Georgia, and actually reached out to Georgia and chatted with Georgia and and, and did a write-up on it. Uh, you know that the the was deleted because they you know Georgia said that uh, the tweet was deleted because they chat about it all you know away and caused the tweet to be deleted. Scott Hall, man, you know, I you know I think it's speaking of Scott Hall. I mean, you know, just the, just the going back to Jeff Hardy's. Uh, you know, he was arrested uh, this weekend, man, and. Um, I, my prayers are uh, for Scott and, and you know Jeff as well because it's like man it's, it's you know 
I don't know if he. I don't know if he was the any type of addiction or anything caused him to to make a comment like that um uh, because it's just it's just incorrect i mean both luger and bulldog both of them hands down in my opinion deserve to be in the WWE hall of fame hands down hands down and if uh, you want to so... be if you want to be technical uh luger actually had a better singles career than scott hall scott hall never won a That's world championship so yeah, yeah I was going to say this. I was going to say, I mean, Leaguer, uh, you know, we know of past guests and all in the documentary where some of the boys weren't necessarily fans of Leaguer's work. But mm-hmm. Leaguer was a power wrestler. Leaguer was decent in yep. the ring. And Leaguer has main evented multiple pay-per-views yep. in WCW, NWA, and in WWF. I mean, he. He's, he's, you know, when it gets Hogan and Brett and Sting and Flair and Vader and... I mean, Co-won the 94 Royal Rumble? Yeah, he co-won the 94 Royal Rumble. He, you know, be, he's one of the few people doing Hogan's NWO run besides Goldberg and Sting to actually defeat Hogan for the title battle Nitro. Right. It's, you know, savage, yep. and he went against Stan Hansen. It's, come on. I, I, and like I said, I hope it's... He was under the influence. Longest the, U.S. champ ever, over 500 days. Yeah, longest U.S. champion. It, it, it's a, come yeah. on, man. Say what you want against Luger. Luger had a successful singles run, and he's had decent to yep. pretty good matches with everybody who's been in the ring, with the exception of Stan Hansen. But Stan Hansen style was this smash mouth. Anybody listening, Google Stan <laughs> Hansen versus Luger. That, <laughs> that match is this, uh, was a brawl. Yeah. yeah. And come or on, you can no sell like Brody did. I can sell. And Liger is yeah. the only man in history. You know, we always look about him yelling, oh, oh, oh. He's the only man in history that <laughs> sold Moody. Yeah, ow. That sold a great Moody's mist like he got shot. Yeah. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was not enough. Uh, so the heck out of uh, out what of was that? That is for sure. What pay per view was that? Um, it was like a tournament. It was Ludus thing, Flair Leaguer. It was like some kind of tournament. It was like ninety one, ninety nine. Round robin that they had. Um, that they had in the uh, WCW. Um, let's see. Great. Looks like Great American Bash. No, no, Great Bash, Great Muda. Yeah, they had like a round robin or some type of tournament. Maybe the Crockett Cup, perhaps. Um, I think it was the Crockett Cup. Shot that was 99. No, let's see. 99. Um, yeah, I'm looking at something that says 99. Um, yeah. yeah, this was early 90s. Yeah, it's been like, yeah, it was... It was all right, I see 91, Class of the Champions. Uh, Maybe that was June 14, 1991. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very, very interesting. Man, I, I mean, those cards. I, I really do miss those cards. Uh, Luger should have won the title of WrestleMania 10. Uh, someone saying Pillman should be in the Hall of Fame, Bulldog. Uh, this year's Hall of Fame inductees is a hodgepodge mess. <laughs> um. Real quick, uh, let's get to a different uh, 
trivia question here. Who did The Undertaker defeat at WrestleMania 12? Who did The Undertaker defeat at WrestleMania 12? Um, so Rey Mysterio, uh, he, the, the, the injury that he had, um, was a lot better than expected, but, uh, you know, there were some, some, uh, false, uh, claims that he was going to fight Cena at Wrestle, uh, at WrestleMania, which, um, no, though, that wasn't the case. That's not the case. Well, we, we saw on Raw, which, which, you know, we saw on Raw when it's going to be. Um, Take it going to show so, media. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, you know, milk it. I'm, I'm okay it. with it. I see. Here's the thing. Um, and we're about to get the raw here in a minute. Uh, I, I'll wait. I'll wait to do my rant on Taker. Um, but you know, I don't want to see Mysterio Cena. Uh, and I think that, I think that Mysterio should be like. A, I think he should be like a part timer. I think he just make. I think he should just make this random kind of pop-up appearances because if we see too much of Mysterio, it'll get back to how it was before he left. Nobody cared about Mysterio. He was teaming with Kalisto, and he was just kind of like a non-factor. If we see too much of Mysterio, I think he'll get back to that. People just won't care. Uh, So those pop-up appearances, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll – just just don't overuse Mysterio. All right, so uh, real quick, uh, Evan, what are your thoughts on Raw and SmackDown? Yeah, SmackDown first. Jinder Mahal's hair, uh, that's, that, that, that's the wonder of the world. His hair looks so, so crazy. He walks to the ring and looks one way. He leaves and looks the other. <clears throat> I know that's your boy, Southern Stone. Um, Not at all. I don't know, man. It's just... It's just <laughs> Uh, it, I, I will say this. Uh, I like the ending. Um, I, I, maybe yeah. I think too hard. I feel like Shane, the air realism, some wrestlers that aren't that don't really matter should have came out and tried to help Shane. Because it's like, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. Like Shane's getting beat up. He's a commissioner. No one came out to help him. You, you could you right. have downloadable staff members standing there looking. It's like, who are these people? Uh, shout out yeah. to Todd Dillinger who was caught on camera. He just disappeared in the curtain. He didn't even try to help Shane. But uh, that was actually Mike Kanellis. Was it Mike Kanellis? I'm sorry, Mike Kanellis. His mm-hmm. was Todd Dillinger. So Mike Kanellis, yeah. he's sitting there, so he decides to do a ninja vanish. And um, mm-hmm. shout out to Shane man for taking that bump on. I don't know if that was a ladder or whatever that was. Metal, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, 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 oh. and Mike Kanellis down yeah. on someone. Get it, get away, get away. It's like. The segment was good. I just feel like more realism should have been done with mm-hmm. having people come out. Yeah. Overall, I thought SmackDown was SmackDown was okay. Uh, you know, Orton, words. I like words. I think he's well. I just feel Orton is like, what are you? You know, you just you just there. You're the U.S. champ. You've been there for 16 years. You only had the U.S. championship. Yeah, but overall, I thought SmackDown was okay. It did its part. Um, Raw overall, Raw was Raw was decent. I love the fact that Reigns actually went into Gorilla. We got to see, you know, the Gorilla position, which we don't see as mm-hmm. often, and him him going at the events. I did enjoy that. Um, I don't get the whole no showing about Bronson. Like he's been part time since he's been back in 2012. People, like, can we do something new? 
Come on now. I mean, it wasn't an issue when he went against Joe. It was an issue when he went against Strongman, but it's an issue now. Like, it gets old. We get Brock's part-time. Yippee Yahoo. Try, you know what I mean? <laughs> Try something else. Uh, and it's working to, it's I, working to an extent, though, it because is. I think that the, it is. especially when especially when Reigns cut the promo a couple couple weeks ago, I mean, he turned the crowd around, and um, I think the fact that because when he when he came up and he showed up and you know beat Kane in thirty five seconds, you know, uh, he was in Chicago, they cheered him, and then when he you know, he beat him in 35 seconds. They booed him, and then he beat the Miz in like less than a minute at another house show. So, I, I, personally, I like the angle where they're going as far as just him being like, I don't care about the business. Um, and I think it's just kind of putting light to it because the first, first it was like oh, he's an anomaly. He, you know, makes appearances every now and then, which both you and I agree that you know making those you know. Uh, kind of sporadic appearances actually helps a character because that's what champions used to do all the time yeah, in the exactly, 80s and early exactly. 90s. Um, but, right. to, but to play it in a way of saying, I don't, you know, I don't care about the fans. I don't care about the company. I just want the money. Especially when Reigns was talking about to taking a picture with Dana White. I mean, it really struck a chord with the crowd. And the fact that you know, he said that, uh, you know, he wasn't there. The fact that Angle said, you know, that Lesnar wasn't there. I called it last week in my show. I said that, that that's exactly what they should do. They should not yeah. have Brock Lesnar there. They didn't, and the fans reacted to it positively. I mean, even if they, even if they have... Even even for now, even if they're, you know, they're trying their best to make reigns over... For now, it's working because the fans, you know, are slowly turning the corner as far as like, mm, you know, I can't dispute the fact that Lesnar. Yeah. I mean, we've seen, you know, he he kind of he's kind of just, you know, clocks in and just phones it in all the time. I mean, we saw that with 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 Ambrose. You know, was that thirty yeah, two? Um, Ambrose. Oh, that yeah, Ambrose. Yeah, yeah. And it's like Imagine you could tell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but especially though, especially Ambrose, and even Ambrose said that you know on Austin's podcast that he was trying to throw ideas out, and you know he just he didn't have anything. I mean, like you know, uh, Lesnar was just uh, kind of shooting all of them down. Uh, so I mean, you can tell. Diesel, Diesel is the uh, correct answer. You know, it'd be awesome though um, if they actually showed that. From the from the awesome podcast of, uh, of yeah, Ambrose, yeah. Lesnar was kind of uh, shooting his down. If they showed that uh, just to kind of freshen our memories, that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, next yeah. question, here we go. It, it, Who did Stone Cold Steve Austin defeat at WrestleMania 12? Um, so yeah, that I mean that's, and, uh, that's my ta- take. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And, and the, main, the main event, and I thought the main event was was different. You know, Strowman, you know, going against the bar by himself, that was something a little different. And Strowman, wanted to give him something to do. I guess it works. It's this this Cena, this slump Cena, Cena going around crying and moping and groping and sniffing and snotting and acting like Eeyore from Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, and you know, calling out for Taker. It's like Taker, you're not doing anything. Come out, be a satellite. Mm-hmm. 
you just posted your wife just posted an Instagram video of you working out about a week or two ago. <laughs> just, but yet, yeah. you haven't answered Cena. Uh, you're not doing anything. It's, it, it, to me, it's like we'll, we'll be at Mania Live. It's like Mania is about three to four weeks away. And yet, we still have no confirmation, air quote, if Taker is going to face Cena. And I feel, why are you waiting? Are you going to wait to the go-home segment of Raw? Are we going to wait to SmackDown since Cena's air quote still a free agent? It's like, come on, guys. Take a shelf at a graveyard again. Something. <laughs> Try to, like, talk to your bedroom and do a segment from there. It's like, I, I don't know. To me, they're taking too long dragging us out. Take your answer, Cena, so we can start doing a promo. Because by the time we done, that could be three weeks of mania. And, and take take his take his storylines. Normally, it would take a while to build. You know, we started at Survivor Series and even at least a Rumble. Here we are, four weeks, well, three weeks of mania. And to an extent, though, because I think because that's how it was with the Bray deal. Like Bray, like he didn't show up until I think it was. Mania. He actually didn't. He didn't show up until then. Personally, I mean, first of all, I don't want to see Taker at all. I mean, but, um, but he so, didn't do at least a segment. I don't remember. Imagine one. I mean, we still got three weeks left before Mania. I mean, I'm sure Taker will pop up, you know, on a Raw. But I mean, uh, to be honest with you, to be to be honest with you personally, I'm totally fine. Um, with Taker not showing up, I mean, I'm sure he'll show up probably raw before Mania. I don't want to see. I, I don't want. I don't want to to, to view my raw airtime of the Undertaker and John Cena. I just, I mean, that, like the the match speaks for itself. There, there's no need uh-huh. for a build. There's no need for some big old exciting, you know, moment or anything like that. Some some uh-huh. big suspense. The, the the match speaks for itself. You know, Cena's trying to. You know, I, I do think Cena creating a path to WrestleMania is kind of cheesy uh, because he can be in the Andre Battle Royal. So I mean, you know, you'll have a path to WrestleMania. The promo was good, and the it, the promo was good. Cena's a very very good talker, um, but saying you know I'll be with the fans. I think that was a bit cheesy, and then kind of. Humanizing Taker to me, I wasn't a, the biggest fan for. I wasn't the biggest fan of that either. Um, so, but but at the same time, Cena Cena knows how to cut a promo. Cena is the man when it comes to promos. Um, and I I think see Nia Jax, you know, it looks like they're gonna make her a face. Oh gosh. Um, I think oh, the, the gosh. suspense for her and Alexa Bliss is. It's interesting. I'm glad that they're doing that. It is so funny. The three biggest segments oh, of Raw were Roman, uh, which was really good, mm-hmm. uh, going thriller. That was good. Nia Jackson Bliss, where they did the whole GTV type uh, deal, uh, and then the other um, the other big segment was um, the angle. Um, what was the other big segment? Uh, yeah, the, the the preview of the deletion, uh, the angle. So that was Roman Reigns, uh, and then the Cena. So Cena, Bliss, and uh, Reigns. All segments. Oh, it's funny because segments. No those lie. are the three biggest angles of Raw, 
none of them right. were wrestling matches. And that's the right. point no of the, the importance of characters and storyline development and how it used to and, be. And, you know, I, from, a, from, a, from a match quality perspective overall, I think Ruthless Aggression was much better than Attitude Era. Oh, yeah. Kudos to Attitude yeah, Era. People, you know, crap on Vince Russo as much as you want. I've had him on my show before. I've talked to him plenty of times. I have my yeah, critiques, but at the same time, there was some there was some compelling television and the storylines, the intensity of it, the the excitement, the ability to 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 you know uh, uh, make me draw me to want to come next week. The cliffhanger, especially with Nitro, you know. Um, you know, Russo didn't write Nitro. Well, we gotta go. We were competing with. Yeah, yeah exactly, uh, Savannah. We've, we've got to go. We're out of time. Oh my gosh, we gotta go. Right, and and then he knew like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you know, it just the cliffhangers, the riveting storylines. You know, a lot of that was NWO. When Sting would come down, people would be excited about Sting. The Sting coming down the rafters had nothing to do with the wrestling match. And it goes to show you can try to reinvent the wheel as much as you want. It, 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 right. You know, he didn't, it was a year that he didn't have a match. And it just goes to show, even in 2018, even in 2018, the three biggest things on Raw leading into WrestleMania did have did not have anything to do with an actual wrestling match. So you can try to you can try to make you know try to reinvent the, as much as you want, but at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's, it's going to be um, uh, storylines. It's going to be storylines. Um, let's see. There's a bunch of yeah. stuff going on. Um, yes, good job. Stone Cold oh, defeated. Davio Vega. When did Mickey James become a heel? Like, uh, it's been about two or three weeks. Been about two or three weeks ago. Okay. It, was, I think it was actually Mickey right after. Really right, it was uh, it was right after Elimination Chamber when Alexa Bliss came out and pulled the uh, did the promo. Real quick, uh, came out with. You was at you was at Fast Lane. Can we talk about Carmella and how awful time is? Like, you, come on. Oh. She's, what are they? Real she, quick. She always, the boy, you was there live. Yeah. I saw it on the network. And I just. Yeah, the time, that took, <sighs> for, for for the sake of time, for the sake of time, I'm just going to say this. Um, th- that, that tag team match was a bust. And I do not like the fact, and this is going into SmackDown real quick before we get into the flavor of the week. Um, the fact that Naomi's just losing matches like out the wazoo now, I am not a fan of that at all. I think that is a terrible call. I'm not a fan of that at all. Build her up. I mean, you know, Charlotte's the person right now. Charlotte Oscar, I understand. And it's funny because Ruby Riot didn't even show up on SmackDown unless I missed it fast forwarding or something like that. Um, and she was in the title match, you know, on, on Sunday. So that that doesn't make sense. Uh, I like I like she was I like rude uh, I like rude Orton and gender I think Orton in the, in the U.S. title picture I, I, I'm a fan of it because I think it elevates the championship it makes people like like Bobby Roode and Jinder Mahal are two perfect people who would benefit as far as uh, you know being mid card stars rising 
up in the WWE and Orton be, being like the catalyst there to help them, uh, you know, make that make yeah. that move. I, I'm okay I get with your it. point. Um, I get your point. Bludgeon Brothers, I'm not a fan of them. Um, <laughs> I like I like Harp and Rowan, but this this Bludgeon Brothers gimmick is 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 terrible. And plus, I I really want to see New Day Usos. Uh, you know, one team versus one team. I think. You know, we had a little taste of it, you know, on uh, on Fast Lane. It was fantastic, but adding the Bludgeon Brothers, I'm not a fan of. And then uh, Shane McMahon, I think uh, the, the last match, I mean the, the last the last segment, I think it was good. There was there was another uh, there was another report uh, that I actually I actually wrote about and reported um, BodySlam.net or something like that. And then the guy who uh, reported the XFL, the XFL, who broke that, yeah. I think he said something about um, Dolph Ziggler uh, being uh, go, going against uh, Shane McMahon at, at Mania, uh, doing his um, doing his whole. Uh, I haven't had a match, independent match at WrestleMania. So it doesn't look like that's going to be true, but it does seem like uh, what well, clearly seems like Shane McMahon's going to be involved with us, uh, Owens and Zayn. I did like that. I did like that segment at the end. I think it was a good call. It made me excited to uh, to, to watch Mania, and um, I think it was I think it was well done. All right, we got a couple more trivia questions for you. Who won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 13? Who won the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 13? All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time real quick. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it now. Flavor of the Week, i do it for you. It is now time for the Flavor of the Demon title changes from WrestleMania one to WrestleMania six. I'm gonna say all of them, and uh, we'll talk about uh, for about five minutes or so. We'll talk about our favorite ones. So put them on down here. WrestleMania one saw Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov defeating U.S. Express for the tag team championship. Also, Wendy Richter defeating Leilani Kai with the Fabulous Mula. Uh Real quick on uh, yes, The Undertaker. Good job. Good job. All right, real quick. Uh, here's the next question. What was the WWE Tag Team Champion match, championship match at WrestleMania 13? Uh, yeah, Mula. Um, research the research. There's an there's a interesting article on Fabulous Mula. There's a few of them out there now. What she did. Uh, a lot of people uh, not happy with honoring Fabulous Mula based on some, some past uh, things that uh, she did as far as just pimping people out and getting money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just how she treated women's wrestlers, uh, Google that, and, and a lot of people are not happy um, that they're honoring her. Uh, ready, so, WrestleMania 2, British Bulldogs defeating their dream team of uh, British, uh, British Bulldogs Greg Valentine winning the WWE Tag Team Championship. WrestleMania 3, Steamboat defeating Savage in the final championship. WrestleMania 4, Demolition uh, defeating Strike Force to win the Tag Team Championship. And Randy Savage defeating Ted DiBiase in the tournament finals uh, to win the WWE Championship. WrestleMania 5, we saw Rick Rude defeating Austin Warrior 
uh, to win the Intercontinental Championship. Hulk Hogan, uh, Randy Savage, um, Mega Powers Explode, WWE Championship. Good job. Owen and Bulldog against Vader and the Intercontinental job. WrestleMania 6, Demolition uh, defeating the Colossal Connection to win the Tag Team Championships and Ultimate Warrior defeating Hulk Hogan to win the WWE Championship. Uh, give me two or three that uh, sticks out to you in those uh, first uh, six manias. Cause number one, the, uh, the Ultimate Warrior. The, the Ultimate Hogan Warrior. Or Hogan. Hogan. Uh, a way to see the Hogan was dead. Uh, William Hogan was hard at that match. So uh, iconic match with the two superpowers, no pun intended, and Royal defeating Hogan. Hogan losing was was was, was very very back then. But uh, I definitely do. There's nothing like that scene of, like you said, Hogan giving Warrior the title and Warrior standing there with the IC belt and that world belt. And the second, of course, uh, Savage yep. against Steamboat. Uh, great match, WrestleMania three. Uh, the best match of the card, uh, just back and forth, and inside Cradle wins it. Um, definitely inside Cradle wins it. So, um, and then uh, on the side note, I forgot. I definitely forgot. Demolition won the tag title with two WrestleManias in a row. So Demolition, if you yep. strike for us, um, I put it up there. It's my number three. Well, four and then six. Yeah, two out of. I agree. Uh, yeah, so mine, as far as the ones to stick out, uh, definitely Steamboat Savage. Um, that's probably, I mean, it's probably, that's probably number one for me uh, as far as the first six years. That is uh, one of the greatest matches of all time. I can watch that match over and over again. Uh, and of course, uh, right up there is Warrior and Hogan. Um, Hogan and Savage, Mega Powers Explode. I, I love that. Um, I love the story that was with that. Um, you know, I was just l- listening to uh, one of my favorite promos is uh, when Savage uh, was calling Hulk Hogan a hot dog. I see you hot dog in grandstanding here. <laughs> and uh, I hate you, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> uh, it was, his WrestleMania 5 was absolutely amazing. Uh, someone saying Warrior beating Hulk uh, and six shocked me. I was uh, busting tables at Chili's and saw it on the news. Oh, nice! Uh, I, w- I went to my um, I went to my school bus uh, the next day. We were talking about that. I was actually pulling for Warrior. I, I was a Hogan fan. I wasn't a huge Hogan fan, but I was definitely a Hogan fan. And I wanted Warrior to win for some reason. He did, and I, I marked it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, fantastic show as always. Uh, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Big announcement next week. We're going to have Rosa Mendez on the show. Rosa oh. Mendez will be on the show next Great week to, uh, talk, to talk some stuff. So I'm, I'm really excited to uh, um, to have uh, Rosa Mendez to be a fantastic interview, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin Sullivan on the show tonight, so be sure to download the audio. Check out Kevin Sullivan on the first uh, part of the show. Of course, subscribe to iTunes. Leave, leave a wonderful remark. Uh, as far as following me on Twitter, Chris Prolific, at Chris Prolific, at Chris Prolific, and of course, follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter for the Pancakes and Power Slam show. 
Follow my boy Evan Sprouts on uh, Twitter at uh, tech underscore UTMR. Uh, yes. Under the Matt Radio, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, we are three weeks away to WrestleMania, and we will continue to give you some information about uh, the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, doing some uh, fantastic coverage again, and uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun. So uh, be sure to stay tuned as far as what we're going to do and where we're going to go. And until next week, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a blast. So thank you so much for an all of the wonderful interaction uh, through the Wrestling Inc. Uh, Facebook Live. And of course, catch this on the Wrestling YouTube page. It will be airing up here uh, shortly within the next day or so. Uh, thank you so much for your support as always. 311 episodes of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. We are continuing to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Thank you so much for all your support. For 311 episodes, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Under the Mat Radio, Under Tech, Evan Tech Proud, I am Chris Featherstone. Follow the Pancakes and Power Slam show at Crave Wrestling. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. And always remember, I do it for you. Have a good night. Bye. Good night, guys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.